Blog Talk Radio.
a week and a half ago, it was me and just me and Chris mainly, and we'd be switching nights. Um, one of us doing a two-hour show one night, and then the next one doing a two-hour show the next. And then our really, really good friend um, Paul Pintor um, started getting on with us, and he's been faithful to what the Lord has told him to get on this show. And so he's on. Um, me and Chris have another really amazing friend um, named Alex, um, who definitely has a heart after the Lord like King David. And he was on the show last night. And so what you'll notice um, on these shows is that um, we really don't know what's going to happen. If someone prays in, I mean, sorry, if someone calls in for prayer, we're going to spend time praying with them. Um, and we're going to start praying for at least one nation every night. And we're pretty much just going to let the Holy Spirit have control over the entire broadcast and over the entire show. If that means we just pray for one person a night, then we'll pray for one person a night, and we'll just keep doing that um, every night that we have. Um, so um, we're going to take a very, very quick um, worship break and um, because there's no better way to actually um, – do anything in his for him outside of worship. When it's the place we all want to be is um, at his feet worshiping him. So um, our call in number tonight six one nine six three eight eight four five eight. If you need prayer for absolutely anything for you for a family member, whatever it is you need, um, we're definitely here for you. Um, give us a call. You can also email us at prayerinternational at gmail dot com. We have two chat rooms open, um, one on Block Talk Radio, which is um, prayerinternational.com forward slash, I'm sorry, blogtalkradio.com forward slash prayerinternational, and then you can just click on the show page for tonight, and there's a chat room there. Also, if you go to our website, um, prayerinternational.org, we have a chat room there too, and we'll continually monitor the chat rooms over the next two hours, um, so in case anybody is in there and needs prayer for anything. So... Um, Kick back, um, relax. Um, we're going to worship the Lord Jesus tonight, and we'll be right back. My heart, I lay it down. 
it says uh, in Isaiah, by his stripes were you healed. Jesus said, um, if you ask anything in my name, I'll do it. He said, if two more of you are gathered together in agreement, then I'm there in the midst. This is in First John. If we know that he hears us, we know that we have the petitions we ask. And, you know, healing is a gift, and it's the right of the children of God because of his word um, for us to be healed. It's not something that stopped when um, when Jesus um, went to, um, was um, resurrected from the dead, but it still um, happens today because it's the same Holy Spirit. You know, when um, Jesus went to the Father, he said he was going to send us the Holy Spirit, the Ruach HaKadosh. He said, um, the works I do, you will do also. And greater works than these you will do because I go to my Father. Um, and so the Holy Spirit says that um, when the disciples went out preaching the word of God, the Holy Spirit was following, confirming the word with signs and wonders. And it's never about the signs. It's never about the wonders. It's about fulfilling the heart and the um, the heart of Jesus. Um, you know, it said that Jesus looked upon the, was up on the mountain and he looked at the multitudes of people and he was moved with compassion for them. Or like the blind man or, or many of the other people that Jesus came across um, in his ministry here on the earth. Where he said he saw them and he saw that um, they had been in a condition for a long time and he was moved with compassion. And out of what he had, which was the command from the Father and the words from the Father, he um, commanded for them to be healed. And in much the same way, um, like when um, Peter was walking and he saw a man outside of the gate and the man was asking for um, silver and gold, um, he looked at him steadfastly and he said, you know, silver and gold I don't have. I don't have any money to give you, but what I do have in the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. And that's the one thing we all have is the ability to come into agreement with the Lord upon what his word has already declared for our lives and to believe the word of God as opposed to what the world may tell us. Because, you know, doctors can have one opinion and they can have one outlook as far as the future is concerned. But, you know, we are more persuaded by what the word of God says for our lives and for the lives of our friends and our family. So for everybody out there, um, I want you to just um, lift your hands up. Um, stretch them out. We're gonna um, we're gonna pray for Sherry. Um, Sherry, um, just um, put one of your hands on your body, and we're gonna um, trust the Lord Jesus to completely and totally heal you by His own name. So, Father God, Lord, we stand in agreement, Father, upon Your Word, Lord knowing that you're not a man that you should lie, Father. You said the words that come forth from your mouth will not return to you void, but they will accomplish that for which you sent them, Lord. Father, the doctors have no answer for Sherry, Lord. She's been um, sick for a long time, Father, but we know that your word declares that you can heal her, Father, and that you will heal her, Father. So, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Father, we ask for complete and total healing over Sherry's body, Father. From the top of her head to the soles of her feet, every demonic spirit who would cause oppression in her life be gone in the name of Jesus Christ. We command her back to completely and totally line up with the word of God. We command complete and total healing on her back 
right now to be straightened up in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Father. We command all pain to go from her neck right now in the name of Jesus Christ, Father. We command every vertebrae to be aligned in the name of Jesus, Father. Every disc from her neck all the way down her spine to be aligned in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Father. Every disease, diseases, we rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Every spirit of depression, we command you go in the name of Jesus Christ. The word of God declares that in the presence of the Lord is fullness of joy. So, Father, we stand upon your word tonight, asking for complete and total healing over Sherry right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. In the name of Jesus, be completely and totally healed in his name. Father, we ask for a restored and renewed relationship with Sherry and her child, Father. Lord, that you would draw their hearts toward one another, Father. That you would take both of them, Father, and draw them into your presence, Lord. Father, establish them in truth, Father, in your name, Father. Give Sherry wisdom and revelation, Father. Let her hear your voice, Father. Give her, give her wisdom, Father. You said if anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask. And you will give to all liberally and without reproach, Father. So just give her a spirit of wisdom right now, Father. And a spirit of discernment, Father, give her clear direction according to your word, Father. You said your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path, Father. Increase our hunger and her desire to spend time in your word, Father. Increase our hunger and desire for your presence, Lord. Father, thank you. In the name of your son, Jesus, Father, we thank you for her healing, Lord. Father, we thank you for the good report that comes from your word for her life, Father. You said the enemy comes still to kill and destroy, that you come, that we may have life and have it more abundantly, Jesus. So, Father, just anoint her with your presence in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen.
and all who were thirsty and all who
Back to another edition of Prayer International Radio, and this is Chris Herzog, joined with John Holmberg and Paul Pintor in the studio tonight, and uh, have a few callers that called in tonight. We have uh, Brother Ron and a few others, so just want to let you know if you need to call in for prayer tonight, the call-in number is 619-638-8458, or you can always go to the chat room if it's open um, on <coughs> Prayer International website on Blog Talk Radio. If you want to go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash prayer international, it should pull up that way. And you can always leave your prayer request in our email address, which is prayerinternational at gmail.com. So uh, I think we're going to go ahead and open it up uh, for callers. And uh, at this point, I guess I'll turn it back over to Sean or Paul or whoever's on there. All right. Anybody with me live? We are live from Kansas. All right, praise God. And do we have any callers uh, on the line with us? All right, I'll take that as of now. Praise God. Well, glory to God. Well, let's do this. Let's, uh, so we get some different direction and we get a caller call in. Let's uh, go ahead and. Open up some time to do some intercession for the nations tonight and pray for Israel. You know, that's one thing we like to do on Prayer International Radio is stand in the gap for the nations. You know, the the Lord told us to go ye therefore into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature, every nation, every tribe and tongue. And so we are making a point to do that and bringing the gospel of Jesus Christ to every person that has an ear to hear what the Spirit of God is saying. And so with that being said, tonight I just want to lift up uh, a prayer watch, you know, for really just for the Middle East. I know we've been praying for Afghanistan and different places. But tonight I want to lift up uh, with the situation going on in Iran and uh, with the Middle East. I I think we should pray for Iran and pray for Israel. And, uh, of course, Brother Paul, if there's any other countries that the Lord brings to your attention or to your heart, we'll lift those up to you. But uh, let's stand in the gap. You know, we're, we're believing that we are going to have prayer intercessors in every nation uh, around the globe. Uh, prayer international intercessors that can stand with us and be feet on the ground in every nation that we represent. And so tonight we're just going to lift up Iran and pray for the will of God to be done, for God to begin to settle 
some of this uh, just the intensity going on in the Middle East right now, some of this crisis uh, with the nuclear programs and the different things that are going on there. We just want that to come to an end, and we pray for peace in the Middle East and not the the fake peace that we're told will be proclaimed, but the peace of Jesus Christ. And so, Father, right now we lift up Iran to you, Father God, and we just declare, Father, peace in the Middle East. Lord, your peace, Father, which passes all understanding. Lord, we pray, Father God, for Christ Jesus to be revealed to the Iranian people as the Lord and the Messiah, as the soon-coming King, as the one true God. And, Father, we just declare right now, we claim Iran for the kingdom of God. We claim Iran for the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we tell you to be open, be open to the word of the Lord, that the hearts and the minds of the Iranian people would be open to a move of the spirit of God and that the truth of the word would go forward and would literally lift, lift the blinders off of their eyes Lift the blinders off of their eyes and reveal truth to them, Father. We just pray, Lord, you said that they would know the truth, and the truth would set them free. So tonight, Father, we pray for the truth of your word to go forth. Father, not only your word to go forth, but, Father, your supernatural spirit, the Holy Spirit to go forward, that you would anoint men and women of God, Lord, not only via me, but you would send people to the Iranian people, Lord God, full of your spirit, full of your word full of your truth, and Father, we pray right now for you to resolve any conflict and any tensions between Iran and between Jerusalem, between Israel, between America and Iran, Father, and all this crisis that's going on over there, Father, we pray, Father, for your wisdom, for your understanding and your knowledge, that you would begin to speak to our government, speak to our people here in the United States, Lord, that we would have the right relationship with Israel that we would have a right relationship when it concerns your people and concerning everything going on over there, Lord. And we pray, Father God, for your wisdom over the United States of America in their dealings with Israel and their getting involved in uh, foreign affairs and foreign policies. Father, we just pray, Lord God, for your perfect will to be done. In Jesus' name. And Lord, as Psalm 122 tells us to pray for the peace of Jerusalem, Lord, we pray, Father God, that they would prosper that would be within your walls. We pray for prosperity over the Israel uh, people, Father, over Jerusalem, Father. We pray for peace. And, Father, we pray for your power to be revealed, Lord, for Jesus Christ to be revealed as the Messiah and the soon-coming King of the Jerusalem and the Israeli people, Lord. We just thank you, Father, for what you're doing. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Well, Brother Paul, you want to carry some of that? You want to add to that? Or is there anything burning in your heart for Israel or Iran or any of these other countries that we're lifting up to the Lord? Well, um, Chris, can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Um, we were going to pray for Gio and Bali. Um says he is backslidden. Um, Christian now, a 33-degree Freemason. Um, so, um, at the request,
request of Sean, we were going to have a uh, salvation prayer for them. Okay. So, um, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I come to you now. In the name of your Lord Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, I confess for these that are sinners that they have sinned against you. We ask you, Heavenly Father, that you forgive them from all of their sins and they repent in the name of Jesus for their sins. And Lord, we give for you they choose to follow and obey you and accept you and your Son, Jesus Christ. As our Lord and Savior Heavenly Father As we stand in the gap At the point of contact I believe in my heart That you sent your your son Jesus To die for their sins For my sins For all of our sins On the cross at Calvary We believe Father That your son Jesus Christ Was born of the Virgin Mary crucified and died on the cross of Calvary for all of our sins. We believe, Heavenly Father, that after the third day that he was risen from the dead and ascended into heaven and that he is alive today. Heavenly Father, we believe as we ask your son, Jesus Christ, to be the Lord of our lives and to be our Lord and Savior. We all receive your son, Jesus, now as our Lord, as our Savior, with all of our hearts. We believe that Jesus Christ died as our King and as our God and as the Lord in our life. As we reach out to the lost, Heavenly Father, we call on your name because we believe that Jesus Christ is alive in me and all of our brothers and sisters on this program tonight at Promise at um, Prayer International. Heavenly Father, your word declares that Jesus Christ is our Lord in our lives. Lord God, as we reach out to Geo and to others that may have backslidden, Heavenly Father, yes, Lord. I thank you as a point of contact as we stand in the gap that your will be done in their lives as your word says so. And Heavenly Father, we give you all the glory. And all the honor in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 What are you saying, Paul? Um, I was going to say, one of the countries that I wanted to pray for tonight uh, was Albania. 
the Republic of Albania. Um, as I mentioned, the Lord had put on my heart for us to call for prayer partners um, of all these sovereign and non-sovereign countries. Um, and uh, what have you. I know we pray for Iran. We pray for Israel. Last night we prayed for Afghanistan. And the next in line would be Albania. Um, Albania is a country in the southeast of Europe. If you don't know where it is, it borders with Montenegro, which is in the northeast. Um, the Republic of Macedonia, which it's funny that we talk about this, but I've got a very good friend of mine from my work that's in Macedonia named Panev. Um, so as we go through all these countries, because of you, Sean, through me meeting Christopher, you know, the Lord said that he would take me into many countries, and at that time I was always wondering why and how. <laughs> you know, you introduced me to LinkedIn, and now I know people all over the globe. Um, so I would like to lift up my brothers and sisters that I know over in Albania that are very close to me um, on the broadcast tonight. I do believe, I, I can tell you right now that We'll get a prayer partner out of Albania, Macedonia. Um, you know, it's less than 72 miles from Italy. Just to give you kind of an idea of uh, where Albania is. So, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you boldly to the throne of grace. Abba Father. Lord God, I thank you for this platform that you give us the ability that we can reach out to your children, to your creation across the globe. Your word says concerning fruitfulness, multiplication, and increase in Genesis 1.22 that you will increase us, Heavenly Father, as one of our 58 covenant blessings. Lord God, we lift Albania to you. We lift our brothers and sisters, that you will reign in the latter day, that you will bring up prayer partners from these countries that we, that we lift to you, Heavenly Father, because your word says that anything we ask, it shall be done in the Father as in heaven. Heavenly Father, we claim victory over Albania in faith through our salvation and through the blood that was shed at Calvary, we declare, according to your word, Heavenly Father, in Job 22, chapter 22, verse 27 and 28, that we have victorious, or that we are victorious, through the shed blood of Jesus Christ and his holy name that we pray tonight on Prayer International. Lord God, we thank you that you give us the ability that we can call out to all nations. As your word says in Acts 1-8, that you give us the power. And Father, we take honor in that privilege tonight. As we call on your name, that you bring salvation and you pour out your spirit 
on the country of Albania, Macedonia, all of Europe, Italy, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Ron? I'm here. Okay. Well, um, One other thing that I would like to do tonight um, is I would like to pray for my brother Christopher out of Garland, Texas. Um, I would like to, though the Lord already knows his needs, the Bible says that we have not because we ask not. Um, and if we look at Deuteronomy 28:10, let me get there. Um, 28:10. I would just like to pray for favor, Chris and Tracy. Yeah. Um, I would like to pray 28.10 said Then all peoples over the earth shall see That you are called By the name of the Lord And they shall be afraid of you Now I'm just going through notes here um, But I would like to exalt The Lord's word over Christian Tracy Seeking for favor, for guidance. Um, I hate that God would expand the tent stakes of Tracy's ministry and house cleaning, that she would touch the souls of the lost um, and give her the ability to um, bring in the harvest, both in a uh, spiritual way. Um, and for Chris, a computer. Um, so, dear Heavenly Father, we come to you today yes. humble. Lord God, as I lift up my brother Christopher and Tracy, Lord God, the Bible says that we have not because we ask not. Your word says in Luke six thirty eight that if we give it shall be given unto us and good measure pressed down and shaken together. As a mentor in my life, Heavenly Father, I lift Christopher to you. If there's anyone, Heavenly Father, that understands the principle of seed time harvest and sowing in the fertile soil, Heavenly Father, as it talks about in Mark four, it is Christopher and Tracy. They are sowers of the Lord. Heavenly Father, we call in the harvest. We call in the computers. We call in the residential and commercial cleaning accounts. We call things that be not as though they are in the mighty name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, as we stand in the gap, 
here from the heartland of the United States, from Kansas. We call on your ministering angels because your word says in Hebrews that you do provide angels. Just as you provided the chef in Second Kings for Elijah as he was lying down in the greener pastures. Heavenly Father, we call on your name. We call on the angels. We broadcast them in the direction of your will, Heavenly Father, over Christopher's life, over Tracy's life, that you will bring them new accounts in her cleaning business, Heavenly Father. We call that you will bring a new computer, and as I believe they call it a terabyte, one terabyte of RAM. It may be gig, but we need a terabyte of gig, a terabyte of RAM in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray, Heavenly Father, that Chris has a monitor that will give him the hardware that he can have a quad monitor set up for Promise or for Prayer International in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we will give you, and we do give you all the glory and all the honor, because, Father, you are El Shaddai. Jehovah Jireh, our provider, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen? Yes. Amen. So, Chris, uh, whenever you get that new computer, go on to prayerinternational.org, and you can post it up there in the uh, confession testimony. (laughs) All right. Sounds good. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Well, thanks, Brother Bob. That's good. Um, and and Trace is saying thank you too. Yeah, one thing we need to realize, sometimes we think, you know, just because somebody's doing ministry, and, and I want to say that for anybody listening tonight on the show, okay, just because somebody's doing ministry and you always see them praying for everybody, and sharing the word, and, you know, always seems to be like the one that, that's proactive or, or taking the, the initiative to pray for somebody. Realize that, you know, people that God has entrusted as a spiritual authority or a leader in your life, uh, those men and women that are over you in the Lord or that oversee your spiritual needs in the Lord, rather, uh, they need prayer. You know, Sean and, and Paul and myself and, and our families, you know, we need prayer for what we're doing, not only on this platform, but, you know, the, the people that we, you know, trust with our spiritual lives, our pastors and our spiritual authorities and the different men and women that have come into our lives over the years that have stood in the gap and prayed for us. You know, a lot of times, you know, we think just because somebody's in ministry that they've got it all together. You know, and they don't need prayer because everything's going great in their lives. But realize sometimes the enemy singles out, probably more so than the ones that aren't ministering, the enemy likes to single out ministers. The enemy likes to single out leaders and and people that are feeding and leading the people of God. And so whoever your spiritual authority is in your life, whether it's a pastor or an apostle or a teacher or somebody on a, whether it's a radio show or a TV show or whatever, you know, a, a local church that you belong to or a local ministry that you belong to where you live, Lift up your leaders. Pray for your leaders. Pray for your spiritual authority. Um, why? This is 
one thing we've learned. What you do for others, God can make happen for you. And as you begin to lift up your leaders and, and those that are in authority over you spiritually, and you begin to ask God to bless their needs and to bless the fruitfulness of their lives and their ministries, you'll be surprised at the way that the Lord begins to answer your prayers, the way the Lord begins to use you in places in ministry that you might never have thought that he would ever use you. So I just want to say that as an encouragement. You know, Paul and, and our team prayed for my wife and I tonight just now. But And may, maybe some of you are listening to that thing. Yeah, they're praying for themselves on their own show. Okay, and for some people that might seem ridiculous or, or almost foolish. But I want to encourage you that wherever your spiritual leaders are, you know, whatever your spiritual uh, mentors are, maybe it's, you know, a brother or sister in the Lord or a good friend or a family member, who, if they're feeding you, if they're teaching you, if they're help building you up in the things of God, make them a priority in prayer. You know, find find the people that, that you hold dear in the kingdom, and not only friends and family, but those people that are uh, spiritual mentors to you, and lift them up on a daily basis before the Lord, and you'll be surprised what kind of favor, what kind of anointing, what kind of blessings will come into your life as you lift others up. And so, you know, I just wanted to share that uh, just to encourage the people because I know we have a lot of ministry people, a lot of uh, ministers that are listening. But pray for your leaders. So, Amen. Anyway. Thank you, Chris. Amen. Well, praise God. Well, you know, this has kind of taken to a different shape over the last week, and sometimes I'm not really sure where we're supposed to go uh, from one point to another. Used to, when there was just one of us on, it was real easy to make those decisions and just kind of go with it. Uh, now we got a, a handful of us on here. So, you know, at that being said, I'm just going to kind of open to that. If you guys uh, can see a switchboard or a chat room, if there's people that need prayer or Something's burning in your heart. Just somebody roll with it, and we'll just go from there. So uh, if you're tuning in right now, I just want to let you know this is Prayer International Radio, and uh, there's a handful of us on tonight that are hosting the show. You can call in 619-638-8458. The email address is prayerinternational at gmail.com, and the website is www.prayerinternational.org. So check us out. And with that being said, uh, just going to roll it back over to one of you guys. Well, how about how about I put some worship music on first, and then we'll get back into prayer. That sound good with everybody? Amen. Yeah. Sounds good. in heaven it will be 
I guess you could call the Gentile church, not necessarily the Messianic church here, but uh, just the, the other Christian believers that are here in the States, just giving them an awareness of our Jewish roots and how we can pray, you know, for believers, uh, for Messianic, you know, believers, um, or I guess to put it properly, to pray for Jewish believers to become Messianic believers, I guess that would be the right way to say it. So um, it was a really good time. You know, any time you can get the body of Christ to come together, and that's something that you're going to notice in this what I call a pilgrimage for the Lord, you know, a lot of times we let our denominations or our church titles or our, uh, you know, factions of Christianity divide us. You know, this group may be Baptist, this group may be Assembly of God, or, you know, maybe this, this group is Methodist or Jewish or or Catholic or whatever the case is. And a lot of times we let these different, uh, you know, these terms um, – the denominationalism and some of the prejudice, you know, in to the church where we actually become divided, we become segregated. Um, and with that being said, you know, the Lord can't work when there's disunity and disharmony. You know, that's actually Christ's prayer for the believers. If you read the 14th, 15th, and 16th chapter of the Gospel of John, really, it's emphasized all throughout those three chapters. Uh, but it, Jesus' prayer was, Father, let let the church be one like you and I are one. And constantly he talked about, they'll know you're my believers by the love you have for one another. And you constantly see these references that Christ is making to unity. And I think what, what even what we're doing, you know, on this platform by having other ministers uh, other believers in the body of Christ, whether they be in Kansas or Nebraska or Texas or Alaska or Singapore or wherever they are, you know, we have decided to drop all our walls here at Prayer International and drop our titles, drop our denominationalisms, and make one standard, and that standard is Jesus Christ and Him crucified. And anyone that names the name of Jesus, that accepts him by faith and, and receives the, the gift of his shed blood and the promise of his spirit, well, then you're in. You're in the club, so to speak. It doesn't matter if you're Baptist. It doesn't matter if you're Catholic or if you're Assembly of God. If you're in Christ, if you've been washed by the blood of the Lamb, if you've confessed Christ as your Savior and Lord, or you belong to God, you know, and, and how you came into the kingdom may have been a little bit different than the way I came in or the way Paul or Sean came in. But the bottom line is if you confess Christ, you've invited him into your life and you've been born again, well then you, you make the club. Okay, you're you're grafted in. You're part of uh the family of God. And it doesn't matter what other title you hold, whether it's Baptist, Catholic, whatever denomination you want to put on it, the only thing that God's concerned about is are you a Christian? Have you been washed in the blood? Do you bear the name of Jesus Christ? And so I think while we see a lack of power and a lack of uh, prayer being answered as a whole in North America is because we've allowed, instead of having a church of Dallas or instead of having a church of Texas or a church of Nebraska, we've got 
5,000 different little factions and churches, and we've allowed, you know, our own personal preferences and the way we want to do church or the way we want to look at things, so to speak, become our standard rather than Christ being the standard. And so what we saw tonight... What we saw tonight um, with these different leaders and these different pastors and these different people was a unity that, that came, you know, in the body of Christ. And it really brought a, an atmosphere. It brought a presence of the Lord. It brought, you know, you could feel the power in the prayers that were being prayed as everybody came together and dropped their walls and decided to let Christ be the common denominator. And so the reason I'm saying that, the reason I'm sharing that is that, you know, if you're believing for a move of God in your community or in your church or in your neighborhood or wherever you're at, it's going to take a concerted effort of prayer and unity among the body of Christ. Now, whether that's unity in your home, unity in your church, unity in your community as a whole where different pastors and leaders and, and Christians are coming together, it's going to take unity and prayer and dropping our walls to really see, you know, God move in our nation, to really see the power of God released through our prayers. And so I want to encourage everybody that's a spiritual leader, church leader, uh, some type of minister, or just a believer in general that's looking for a move of God in your community or where you're at, begin to join together. If you can, you know, get with people in your church, get with people in your home, get with people in Bible studies in their homes. And if you can't do that, then find something like what we're doing here at Prayer International, a, a, a radio ministry or a media ministry, some type of Internet uh, ministry where you can get connected in to other believers, where you can form some type of bond, some type of relationship with other believers. Um, that way you can come together in what we call community or, or in unity and begin to pray and begin to believe God for your needs and to begin to believe God for what's going on in your present situation. And when you come together in unity like that and you begin to take God at his word and as a group or, or as a, uh, whether it's one or two gathered in his name, he's in the midst or whether it's 2,000 gathered in his name, he's in the midst. But if you can just find another believer and begin to join in unity and begin to confess the word of God over your situation, over your family, over your household, over your job, over your finances, over your church, whatever it is, just begin to get locked up and pray and let those dividing walls come down. The only way they're going to know we're Christians is by our love. And the only way they're going to see the power of God displayed through our lives is when we actually open up and allow the Lord to come in. But when we have those divisions, when we have those um, schisms or, or differences, what that does is it stops and actually hinders the flow of the Spirit. It hinders the uh, production or the progress, rather, of our prayers. And a lot of times we don't even think about that. You know, we just think we have to get together and pray and God will answer us. But we need to realize he wants us in unity. He wants us walking in forgiveness. He wants us walking in love. He wants us agreeing with his word. 
and there's certain things we can do that will help not necessarily speed up the process, but bring more breakthrough and more closure, uh, more answers to prayer. Uh, you'll see more of a spiritual flow, I guess you could say, in your life when you begin to put some of these principles into practice. And so, you know, I just wanted to share that about tonight. What what it really did for us was seeing the body of Christ come together and praying in unity and just the love and the power that was there. Okay, no one had an agenda. They just wanted to seek the living God and, and to pray. And uh, what was funny is the, the ones that actually did have an agenda, they were going to come and share with the group as a whole and kind of share this presentation. Well, that whole thing kind of fell apart, um, and they were not able to come, and so it ended up being a completely different type of meeting uh, than what it was originally intended to be. But it was just awesome. Uh, we were very blessed. So um, really I just wanted to share that in regard to the meeting tonight and just in, in regard to prayer and what we can do as a body of Christ to come together. So. Amen. You know, um, one thing I was thinking about that is um, I remember listening to Jessica Duplantis, um talk about that a long time ago. And, you know, it's true. Um, he's coming back for a pure and spotless bride, um, but he's coming back for a bride that's actually unified. Um, and we as um, a body of believers, um, not just me, Chris, Paul, Alex, and not just us here at Prayer International, um, but, I mean, the, the whole church in general, um, we seem um, to be divided on pretty much everything. And, um, you know, it wasn't always the case. Um, in the beginning, it was the disciples and the hundreds that gathered um, with them in the upper room. And, you know, the Bible says that they were in the upper room and they were together praying with one accord, um, with the sole focus um, of the Lord Jesus Christ. And, you know, that was their focus. That was their, it was him. It was their goal. Everything was about him. Um, and, you know, even after that, they all went out, and it was all about Jesus. Um, and they weren't letting simple divisions come in and separate them. And if you notice in history, you know, the church has gotten to the point where it's almost become like little cliques. And I'm, if I offend anybody, you know, I'm sorry. Um, forgive me. But, um you know, sometimes it has to be said is that, you know, we've um, almost, be where the church has almost become a social club where people go to different clubs and they want to belong to this and they want to belong to this and, or they belong to this and their identity rests and whoever it is they're following or whichever minister that they follow. And so they'll say that they're of this person. And, you know, Paul said something about that. He said, it's, I mean, he said, um, and is is it really that we're divided that much? Because, you know, we're all of Christ, and we're all of the Lord Jesus Christ. And our identity doesn't rest in the church we go to. Our identity doesn't rest into the pastor that we subscribe to. Our identity rests alone in um, the Lord Jesus because we were, bought for with a, we were bought with a price. And, you know, we're one body of believers. He said that um, he had broken down the middle of all separation to um, put um, – to, to make um, the church unified um, 
and it says, We're no longer um, strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. And, you know, um, the Lord God wants us to be unified. Um, and if we're not unified, then, you know, people see that. And um, our focus shouldn't be um, anything but the Lord Jesus Christ and winning the lost. Um, with the little time we have left here between now and eternity to reach out to those who are lost. And um, there shouldn't be anything that separates us from that because, you know, um, every one of us, um, no matter what denomination you are, no matter how much you've read the Bible, no matter how much experience you have with pretty much anything, it really doesn't matter. Everybody, the Bible says that we all have access into this grace in which we stand. It says, come boldly to the throne of grace in which we are accepted into a time of need. Jesus made access, gave us access to the Father. Just like a priest would go in the old days, a priest would have to go in. One man would go once a year before into the Holy of Holies, into the presence of God. Well, now we all have access to the Father. Every one of us can um, go to the Father and stand before him. And um, in that respect, um, we all have the ability to reach out to nations and kingdoms and people and stand up. Um, but we need to be unified. Um, so, um, let's see. Um, what do you think, Chris? You there? Okay, well, let's go to the phone lines. Um we got someone who's calling in. Hi, welcome to Prayer International. Can you hear me? I can hear you. We have a guest on the line. I'm actually, um, are you there? Hello? Okay. Well, I guess we're going to get back to them. Um, so let's go back into worship for just a minute, and then we will be right back. Lord, we say, how lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord Almighty, for my Better is one day in your 
that's your prayer tonight.
Welcome back to Prayer International Radio. Uh, sorry we had a little bit of um, audio difficulty there, but we're back now, praise God. Uh, so during the break, um, we had um, Tim call in, and um, Tim needs prayer for a friend of his, so let me bring him in. Tim, are you there? Hello? Hi, welcome to Prayer International again. Um, so you were needing prayer for a friend of yours? need prayer for my friend. need prayer for my friend. She's a terrible Okay, can you turn your radio down just a little bit? Yours, reception. Yours, reception. I have my radio off. I have my radio off. Okay. Okay. All right, well, um, so I have one on the front. What? What? Uh, what? I mean, what? you said you need prayer for your friend? Yeah. Okay, so what's going on with him? Well, last Sunday, I, I mean... I had a lot of hope and aspirations, and he just came in and crushed them all on Sunday. Okay. I had a lot of money down. I mean, I mean, I had a lot of hopes and dreams, and he just took them all and crushed them. I was, I mean, it was heartbreaking. 
And, you know, sometimes when we see leaders fall and we see things happen in others' lives, God will give us an opportunity to step up to the plate and to model a certain behavior or exemplify a certain Christian attitude or lifestyle. And so I want to encourage you, you know, to keep pressing into God. Keep seeking God with all your heart. And as God begins to work in you, you know, then you can begin to be an example to some of those people in your church. And you can begin to, to be a model and a role model to some of those people that are maybe getting getting disheartened, you know, by some of these people's choices or whatever. So, you know, I'm going to pray that God uses this to bring everybody closer to himself. And that God uses this situation that this brother is, is going through to cause other Christians in your group, in your area, to step up to the plate. And they can begin to take that leadership role. And they can begin to, to model Christian behavior. Uh, is that all right if I do that? Yeah. Well, I don't know why I had to leave $100 for this, though, to learn to get, go through all this. I mean, say that one more time. It wasn't like you didn't have to lose $100 for this, though. I mean, I didn't know the Patriots were that good. Right. It was, it was supposed to be a three-point spread, but people had to go and oh. All they had to do was throw a couple more touchdown passes. I mean, seriously, this is, I mean, I lost a lot of money for this game. I bought season I bought Super Bowl tickets, so I'm going to do it with you now. I was supposed to see the Broncos in the Super Bowl. Ten people had to screw it all up. You disappointed us all, man. I paid so much money into this. Life is going to kill me. Hey, Sean, you you got anything to say to this? I mean, Tim G will do You knew the consequences. I mean, you could have played better. So much money. I tell you what, let's uh, let's get into a time of worship real quick, and let's pull everybody in the screening room real fast, if you don't mind, Sean. Put us all in the screening room. All right, we'll pray in there. So just one second. Pray for Tim Tebow, man. Pray that we draft a new quarterback. Do. And he would only say what he heard you. 
Pray, I pray. 